to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today's my esteemed pleasure to have on singer, songwriter, author, Rick Ryan. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. How you doing, Shara? Very good, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast today. We really appreciate it. How you holding up through all hey, this stuff, man? My pleasure. Pardon me? How you holding up through all this uh, pandemic stuff? Like you are. You know, like we all are, I suppose. <laughs> Right, trying to make it through. You know, kind of hunkering down. You right, know? right, trying to make it through and be safe. And I understand. Hey, it, it, it's a good time to write. <laughs> yeah, it's bringing all your creative juices out, right? See, a lot, of, a lot of songwriters have told me that. They said, you know, along amongst all the other things, you know, they're trying to appreciate their time to put some creativity to some things, you know, and make the best out of it. And Oh, and I see people fixing their houses. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> Right. Everyone's doing something at home, you know? Right, exactly. So pretty, well, in that way, it's pretty cool, you know, but otherwise, it's not. You know? Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Makes you appreciate kind of what you have, you know? Um, That's right. That's you know, right. But, but what got you into, you know, writing songs and, and, and being an entertainer? Well, I'm not an entertainer. I'm a lyricist, and I've been doing it for, believe it or not, 50 years. And, um, yeah, I have 50 years and, um, I've been writing, you know, in, in what I've been kicking around for until 1988. And then I had a, a cut on a, the first Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young reunion album. Uh, the song is called Shadowland and I wrote, and I, I sent, believe it or not, the lyrics through the mail. Back then, in 1988, they didn't have email. Right. And um, Graham called me four nights later saying how moved he was, and it ended up on their album that went platinum and was their first reunion album. So, And it was a tribute to Vietnam vets. So I'm the, apparently the king of tributes. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> Man, how, I mean, I'm how doing about feel? Willie. I'm doing you know, but they're all from the heart, you know? I right, mean, right. But, but how did it feel, man? I mean, here you are. I mean, who did you grow up listening to as a kid? Uh, well, rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, uh, who, who the but, but back then, they would back then they would have some country songs that made it on the pop chart. Right. You know, like Flowers on the Wall when I was a little kid. Flowers on the Wall by... Who did that? Um, you know who did it. But... Uh, um, and there were other ones. I mean, Ring of Fire. There were other ones by Johnny Cash. I mean, there were other ones. And so it was different back then. And then country, um, I was into the Highwaymen. I mean, I discovered yeah. Willie a long time ago, you know. And uh, But I got away from Willie, uh, you know, and uh, just started writing books and stuff like that. And then I get on Facebook and... Um, Willie's publicist is a friend of mine, Facebook friend, and I see all these posts about Willie, and I'm just going, my God, this guy is doing, he's 83 years old, he's 87 now, but he's 83, 84 years old, he's doing two albums a year, <laughs> going, this guy is incredible, and then I, I, um, I saw him here in Santa Cruz where I live and I was fortunate enough to bring a, 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 one of my best friends, uh, uh, nephews there 
And so he got to see Willie, and it was just really cool. I mean, he was better that time when he was 85 than he was any time I ever saw him. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, a marvel. That's a marvel. crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, he lays it out there, but I, I, I love seeing that. But so I mean, like when, when, when you were growing up, I mean, were, were you, uh, you know, a Zeppelin fan? Were you besides you were a Cash fan? Were you, uh, you know, were you a fan of the King? Were you a Beatles fan? What was, what was your deal? What was your like go to music? Go to music. Well, I'll tell you some concerts I saw. You know, because people go, "Wow, you saw it!" You know, I mean, yeah. When you're when you're getting up there in age, you saw concerts that no one else saw. You yes. know, but yeah, a lot of those people like aren't around the door, anymore. Like the Doors, or like Buffalo Springfield, or like you know, I saw Buffalo Springfield in '68 when I was a kid. Twenty years later, I'm working with two of those guys. You know, I mean, Neil Young and uh, Stephen Stills. You know, actually, I wrote the song with Graham Nash, but still, I'm working with these guys. Right. And, right. And I flash back to when I was a little, I'm 15 or whatever, seeing Buffalo Springfield. And I thought, whoa, you know, this is pretty cool, you know? So sometimes, and I, just to send something through the mail, I wow. thought uh, it's a, it was like a miracle. And I wanted to give hope to other writers, you know, to take a chance to send wow. the stuff out there. I love that. Did you ever think that you were going to get an answer or something back back then? I didn't even think about it. I just said, like I do now. I just make the phone call. I send the stuff out, you know? Right. You do it and forget about it. I didn't think I'd get a phone Graham calls up at 11 o'clock at night, <laughs> and I'm in bed asleep, and my, my wife comes in and says, somebody's on the phone. He, he says he's Graham Nash, but it doesn't sound like him. She didn't know I sent the lyric out. Right. And I'm oh. getting out of bed. I hop out of bed going, of course it's him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then I hear the voice. It is obviously Graham Nash, and right. you know, English accent and everything. And he just, um, I said, "You've made my day, but you'll make my year if you put music to it." And he said, "Be patient, kid." And he called me kid. I remember that. <laughs> but it was pretty cool, you know. I mean, it's the whole experience was pretty cool. And uh, you're talking I about legends, though, buddy. You're talking about Rick. You're talking about, I mean, you know, one of the one of the most historic, you know, bands in in, in history. You know, there, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and doing the reunion bit and come back around. And and, and and in a minute, not yet, but in a minute, I'll get to the Vietnam part. But dude, that is like really cool. I mean, there, there's people that have written songs all their lives to just hope. One singer songwriter gets back to them who has a big name. Oh, I know. But you get a you get a group of some of the best singer songwriters of all time. I mean, you know that unfortunately don't get enough attention and credit today. But uh, you know that is really cool. I mean, uh, you know, I bet you that woke you up pretty damn quick. <laughs> well, the the beauty of it for me was, and the humbling thing, honestly, is that it's about Vietnam vets and my brother. Uh, my oldest brother, older, oldest brother, uh, did uh, three tours of Vietnam with the Navy SEALs, you know, Alpha Platoon Number One. I mean, Number One. I mean, this was back in the 60s. Right. Big shout out to and, uh, So I was, he affected me, and then I saw the movie Platoon, and that blew my brains apart. Right. I mean, about the, the, and then I wrote that song, the lyric. And then send it to Graham. Now, in terms of the Willie song, um, 
you know, any artist will tell you something comes to them and they, they don't remember writing it. And I, I remember that, I remember definitely thinking Billy the Kid, Willie the Kid. Right. But the rest of the song, and there's a rap artist called Willie the Kid. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so, uh, a really cool guy named, uh, Gil Baker, uh, uh, um, a producer and director who at the time was working on a, a, a documentary called Session Men, which was very much like the Wrecking Crew. Okay. And he had interviewed all these Session Men uh, from on, way hold back. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. He turned the song into a video for nothing. He didn't ask for a dime. He, didn't, he did it for nothing. So I would not be here without Gil Baker on this show, you know, oh, so, that's, that's but he died. I called, that's why I mentioned him because I called to mention that I was going to be on a show a few weeks ago and his wife said he had passed away and I'm going, whoa, you know, so, right. um, yeah, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, on your show, if it wasn't for Gil Baker, God rest his soul. And I love the fact I always love to give credit to the people who try and help you make, get, get somewhere. And, I appreciate you you sharing that with us. Thank you. Um, explain uh, some of the idea of the session work, like the Wrecking Crew, and give an idea to our our, our listeners what that means and who people type like that are. Well, they're the the players who uh, actually played the instruments on the songs. I mean, you have uh, everyone from Leon Russell to Glenn Campbell was in the Wrecking Crew. Um, uh, Al Blaine, a great drummer, was in the Wrecking Crew. Don Randy, right. they were all um, called. I mean, they worked on um, everything from um, Cash, the uh, the Beach Boys, the uh, Beach Boys. Yeah, uh, they were. I mean, people. Uh, what they did everything for people like Gary Lewis and the Playboys. I mean, right. they did everything, and for the Beach Boys, even on Pet Sounds, it was the Wrecking Crew. Right. It was the wrecking crew behind. I mean, Brian Wilson wrote all the songs, but the wrecking crew played the instruments. Right. You know, so, and there, but uh, Gil's session men is very much like the wrecking crew. So you're, you're seeing some great stories about, you know, Phil Spector, or, you know, all these guys who, um, you know, they were called, they did like, Gosh, they did like, they would do like six, eight gigs a day. You know, they were up all until the wee hours of the morning and they'd have to be there in the morning, the next morning, to start over again. These guys were working hard, you know. Right. And we, we, had, we had BJ that's Thomas. That's why the record sounds so great. Yeah, you know? yeah, we had BJ Thomas on not too long ago and he was talking about, you know, the session guys and, and how talented they were. And and how they are, you know, even even the guys are today, you know, and how talented and how they go from album to album. That you know, if you put out a rock album and I put out a, a blues album, you know, they they play through both of them like they're nothing, and and it's 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 amazing, and they're very talented guys. So I'm glad that, and they don't get enough credit. So I'm glad that you brought them up so we can share that. Well, a one bit about one thing that. is too, I, I don't mean to sound uh, like uh, crybaby or anything, but lyricists don't get much of a. Uh, attention in in Nashville. 
more than anywhere because the lyricist is held in high esteem. Lyricist is held in high esteem, but less and less every day. Lyrics are not a part of the equation as much now as they were years ago. It's more about sale, you know, money. Everything's about money these days. But I don't want to get into that. Song, yeah, but if you don't, have a, you don't have a good song. I mean, it only sticks around for a minute. You know, people used to make fun. Yeah. Of those, people used to make fun of those one-hit wonders. But I'll tell you this. I'd rather be known for a song from 50 years ago than known for <laughs> than known for a song for three weeks. You know, that's right. I mean, you know. That's right. <laughs> you know. it, it has legs. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah. good good friend of mine, actor Christopher Riordan. He's been in like more Elvis movies than anybody and anything else. He says I've consistently worked for like seven decades. He said so. I'd rather consistently work, and some people know me than everybody know me for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then you're out of work, and you're in the inquirer, living in a trailer or something, you know. So yeah, so I mean, yes, yeah, so, yeah. so I love, so I love that part of that. But you know, here, here, here's the, here's the thing. I I think that it's really cool that you come up. You know, one, you give you know full respect and dedications to to you know when you write a song about Vietnam that uh, a lot of people only know what they hear about it. I, I had a lot of friends and, and family and everything else go through it. You had your brother there, uh, huge respect and, and appreciation to your brother and, and, and his people going there, you know. But the thing of it is, though, is that when you do that, you know, you do you did that from the heart and, and you know, and your God-given ability gets you to be able to do this. But, you know, so I think it's really cool that, you know, you got it on the biggest platform it could be with having a legendary group yeah, but I never wrote for the money. I never, ever wrote for the money. It's always been for the piece that I'm working on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's to write a great piece, what I consider a great piece. That's all. I mean, and the money will come. You know, right. unfortunately, the money hasn't come like, you know, because you don't make as much money as a songwriter now as you did 20, right, 30 years right. ago. But, yeah, but, but it's not, never been about the money. And if it hasn't been about the money, then you come up with pure stuff, right. you know. Let me ask you you're, not, you're not trying to write for a market, which I refuse to do. And the co-writer of the Willie Nelson song, or the Willie the Kid song, I have to give him credit, is my dear friend Joel Plimmer, who, I mean, like you, I mean, uh, I won't say this about Joel, but, I mean, you've wrestled in the ring, and I've wrestled with co-writers, you know what I mean? So, right. uh, you know, so it's, it's, but not with Joel. I mean, Joel, but I've had a lot of co-writers. Right. Let me ask you a question. Uh, now, I mean, what was it like the first idea of getting to sit there and see, I mean, you know, that, that a song you worked on, you know, an album you worked on gets platinum. I mean, what was that like, man? I mean, you know. Well, the first thing was, was when it was on a Christmas morning, my son was like four years old and we were opening presents and we had the radio on, on some wave station, you know? Right. And suddenly my song comes on the radio, Christmas morning, we're opening presents. Oh. And, and that was cool. I mean, that when you hear your song the first yes. time on the radio and it's Christmas morning, it's like a Christmas gift. You right. know? Well, yeah. So that was cool. And, um, yeah, but, but, you still have to work, you know, it's not like you're given this little gift and then, you know, the, the red carpet rolls out. It, it still comes down to the work, you right. know, so. What I'm just saying, I'm just saying is, but it, it's, you know, it's cool. It's Christmas day and then it gets this, 
you know, gets to be oh, an yeah. album. That was like phenomenal. That was a phenomenal experience. And it was not planned, obviously. Right. Yeah. Now, now, as far as the fact of you writing this, this song out now, Willie the Kid, now, I had the chance to listen to it. Um, it sounds like a old but new modern Western. It's, it's, yeah. it's almost like a, like there's, there's a new show on, gosh, what is it called? Um, oh, with uh, Kevin Costner for Yellowstone. Oh. Yellowstone. Yeah. And, and it's, it's almost like something like between that, I can see it on something like that, and like Walker, Texas Ranger. You know, it's almost like, you know, kind of mixing the two and something that we kind of like put on something. So an in-between show like that. Um, well, I, well I, I honestly, I mean, being the guy who wrote the words, I, and it, it all started with the words as it does in all my songs. I write the words first, you know, and that isn't always the case for most uh, songwriters. But, uh, so I wrote the words to Willie the Kid first, and then Joel put the music to it. But, um, you know, it just, a lot of it's just a blur. You know, I wrote it words he put the music to it and I thought you know suddenly I felt another thing of uh overwhelming feeling of uh like um I've been entrusted with something you know what I mean here's and somebody said I've never heard of a tribute before someone dies I'm going that's the point right I want to get this out there before he's gone you know what I mean well, I like that. He's 87 and, and, and years old. true. Almost every oh. song comes out after somebody passes away. So, yeah, but they're, they're like money grabbers. You know, they're looking for, they're waiting like vultures, and then they'll write the song, or they have it in the wings. This is a song to celebrate his life while he's alive, you know? Right. I, I, so. I, I like the part of, you know, the, and, and it is a, it's and a it's, it's radio song. ready, you know what I mean? For me? It's radio ready as <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, so who did the lyric? I mean, who did the uh, vocals? Yeah, I can tell all the people. Vocal is by uh, Matt Dame, who's a great vocalist. Guitar by Rob McNally and Larry Beard, and it's done at Beard Studios in Nashville. Pedal steel is Russ Paul. Keyboards, Jimmy Nichols. Bass, Eli Beard. And drums, Steve Brewster. And, and um, Ed Gil Baker, of course, created the video. But and Joel Plimmer wrote the music, but that's all the credits, and and uh, it just came together. You know, it just all came together, and I'm very grateful for it. You know, that it, it did come together because it, it gives me great pleasure to honor this guy, Willie. Uh, you know, I've never met Willie. You know, but uh, yeah, he's he's a cool cat. I mean, besides obviously being a legend and talented, he's. He's a cool cat, but I mean, it's it's just really, um, I, I think it's something that's really, it can get some legs, man. And, uh, you know, when I listened to it this morning, I was like, this is cool. And I, like I said, I, I, I can see this on the soundtrack and, you know, doing some type of, uh, you know, it, it getting on the radio. Because it definitely is radio ready. There's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It, yeah, I know. It, it, it's on YouTube under Ryan Plimmer. So if anyone wants to find the YouTube, they have to do Willie the Kid, and then the easiest way is put Ryan, my last name, after it. Then you'll get the you can see the video. You know, so uh, you know Willie the Kid, Ryan, boom, you're there. Yeah, if uh, I if I had talked to you a little more before you came on the show, I'd have watched the video. No, 
cool. I did I not. I, did, I didn't see the video yet, ball. man. I didn't see it, buddy. And you and I have talked a bit. I'm joking, but hey, you'll see it later. It's no big you deal. Know, I, I did, <laughs> you know, that's why I said if you and I would have talked a little <laughs> beforehand. Hey, I talked to you a lot once, <laughs> but it was more about other things, you know. So. Yeah, that's why I'm joking, buddy. But but I mean, you know, I think it's really cool that you sit there. I mean, and, and now let me ask you, I ask this question to every singer-songwriter I have in the show and every songwriter I have, and you're a lyricist too. So, I mean, you know, what is it? Do you kind of like sit down and write a song as the spirit moves you? Or do you think about it and say, Tuesday, I'm going to sit down and write, and Wednesday too? What is your style, or is it all the above? Wow. Um, usually I sit my my butt down because the first thing about being any kind of writer is you have to sit down and do the writing. Um, it's not a matter of waiting for inspiration because for me, I just have to say for me, because the inspiration, if you're, if you want to come up with a lot of stuff, you have to get in and create that mind space. And it's a very difficult, it takes years to, um, perfect it. You know, where you're in that mind state and where stuff comes. You know, kind of, I don't know where all this stuff comes from. It's like from the ether. But it's not like I give myself credit for coming up with any of these great lyrics or good lyrics. I just, you know, do what I do. I mean, it's like a gardener does what he does. You know, a chef does what he does. You know, yeah, yeah, so, so, so. I, I write and that's what I do. Yeah, some singer-songwriters and songwriters sit there and say to me that, you know, well, look, you know, kind of something moves them, they'll write it down, and they'll put notes. Some, it, it, like, I've heard so many different things on here uh, about that, so that's why I always ask everybody, you know, what, what their style is or what makes them, you know, be able to do it. But, you know, so as you've, how long has this been out? How long, has, how long have you been had this finished? This was finished, believe it or not, this was finished uh, three years ago. Oh, wow. And Gil... Gil put the the video, made it a video, and at this point, I think I I'm, the, the, from the reaction I've gotten, it's kind of unbelievable that no one has picked it up, or you know, it's not on the radio because it's a it's a in my view of no brainer, but maybe I'm wrong, you know. But or radio catcher. I mean, you know, and I'm so glad that, you know, a good mutual friend of ours, Joanne Barton, over at Applause Radio, you know, I mean, she, she has a great show over there. She, you know, she's been on the show and she rung me up and she says, Hey, you need to check this out. And I was like, talk to me, you know, and, and she says, uh, this cat's got a really good song and it's talented and, you know, and, uh, I think it really could go somewhere. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a listen, you know? And so, you know, I said, okay. Then I yeah. talked to you for three hours. <laughs> Almost four. <laughs> I mean, You're a talker, man. You're a talker. <laughs> Why the hell do you think I got a radio show? <laughs> yeah, but I must be too if I was talking to you for three hours. All right, I'm telling you, buddy. But no, that's really cool. And I think I think it's really, uh, you know, to sit down and create it and put it on paper is really cool. But to sit down and, you know, and get together with, you know, bandmates and in and a, and a songwriter, I mean, a singer and, you know, all those things, the vocalist and everything else, and put it all together and then record it and make it that it's radio ready. People don't realize the work that goes behind that. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially when you go in the studio and you have to deal with players and you have to deal with, it costs a lot. I mean, to demo one song. Right. And, uh, 
Yeah, there's a lot involved. Uh, a, a hell of a lot involved. Now let me you ask know, you a question. Writing a song, recording it, all that stuff. Right. You know? I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, so it's kind of double-fold here. Um, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, so if you could have one, per, if you could have one or two people we picked that could have recorded your stuff back in the day, who would it have been? Recorded my stuff. Yeah. Well, the one person, <laughs> the one person I would like to meet is Bob Dylan. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, so back in the day, you would have liked Dylan to do one of your songs back in the day. Well, I don't know. Sure, Dylan could do anything if he wanted. <laughs> sure, I mean, I'd love. To, I mean, Dylan is like uh, my one of my main influences. Bob right. Dylan, any lyricist, uh, Rodney Krause says the same thing, and he's a country guy. You know what I mean? Right. He now, says, now, if you could say today, if you could say today, and not Willie and not Bob, who would you like to have that would do one of your songs today? Gosh. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe Toby Keys or ah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I mean, uh, the the publicist I know is also his publicist. <laughs> but right. you know, believe it or not. So, but right, that's cool. a publicist doesn't want to mix this with their business. You don't. They don't pitch your material to the person. You know what I mean? Right, that doesn't right. happen. No, no, no. But and I'm, I don't I'm, blame. Just, I'm just saying, is on the outside, just just your part of. Hey, man, if I could pick that cat to sing my song today, Toby Keith, that's a good pick, man. That's a, that's a really good pick. So I mean, you know, and Bob Dylan, of course, you can't lose. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, either way, you don't. Well, at this, at this point, he's getting a little up there, you know. Well, I but, said back. I said back in the day. Turn back to way oh, back, back in the day. day. Yeah, back. Okay, in the day. Uh, Linda Ronstadt. I, I mean, love Linda. I've known Linda for years. I love Linda. Um, you know, I mean, she's the premier female singer of my lifetime. I absolutely. mean, female interpreter of song. Absolutely. So. I, her, 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 and Ann Wilson. Absolutely, her and Ann Wilson, yeah. without a doubt. Um, you know, that, Dolly Parton is pretty damn good too. Yes, so, yes, I mean, for, I'm sure, not for sure, for sure. Uh, but you know, so I mean, that's really cool. Now, you have some projects in the can right now. Are you working on some projects that you can talk about? Because I know you have some that. Well, one, one that I really can't talk about, but I'll mention it. Just happened yesterday. Well, it's well, an example of. I don't know if I don't know if you want to bring that up yet or not. That's why I was saying is. No, I won't bring up the exact thing, but I'll say how, how weird things happen because okay. I was trying to get somebody to go on Joanne's show and they said they couldn't go on it but they were looking for a song for their organization and I said ah we'll see we'll see and I got off the phone and this was a good organization I mean I'd want to write a song but like all the other times you're sitting looking at a blank piece of paper and suddenly something popped into my head and in the middle of the night I wrote uh um a song that she loves and she's has connections with all, you know, it, it just looks good, but I can't go into it too much. I mean, I'll come on your show again and talk about this after it happens. You know, right now it's in the happening stage, you know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. That, well, uh, I love that. I love that. And, and, and we went into detail and we can't, and we obviously can't go into detail right now. But I mean, you know, and I and I appreciate that's why I said I wanted to curve around it because I know I know some of the more intricate details of it. But I, and I think that's really cool, man. I think your initiative, and I think that you're, uh, you know, that you just go get her, just boom, just sat there and it just happened, and you just boom, and and, and you and, and and the results so far have been really cool. 
And, and, and the, yeah, but you know, that's true, Jerry. You learn through the years that uh, the key is you have to come up with the goods. And usually as a young writer, you're not uh, capable of knowing what the goods are. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, and the older you get, the more wise you get to those things. And you get the wisdom with age, you know, and so... You know, you, um, I don't know. It's just, uh, you, know, you, you know, the playing field a little bit better, you know, and you're not intimidated. The only guy that would intimidate me is, is Bob Dylan. You know, that's it. Well, that's mean, the only I mean, guy. Don't go, go big or go home, as I say, you know, as, as they say. But I mean, geez, we, you know, one of the greatest singer songwriters of all time. So, I mean, you know, that's just, I mean, you know, of course you get a little bit, uh, ooh, because, you know. Well, being a lyricist, I. I, the lyrics uh, influence me, right? You know, so I don't look at him as a song. I think look at his lyrics, you know, and I just go, "Wow, this guy!" You know, I can learn from this guy, you know. So, and I have explain, explain. Uh, but I'm into T. S. Eliot too, so you know. I'm sorry, the, say it again. I'm, I'm into T. S. Eliot, the poet. Oh too, yes, yes, so yes. I'm a word guy, you know. Well, well, I mean, explain a little bit, just for briefly for a second, explain the difference between just like a, because you are a songwriter too, you know? Oh, yeah. You, you are a songwriter too. So the lyricist part, and just for the people who don't know, the difference between kind of like, a, you know, the songwriter part and the lyricist part. Well, songs are made up of words and music. I mean, they're divided 50-50 in terms of, you know, who writes what. And, uh, or they can be divided differently, obviously, but usually it's 50-50 words and music. Uh, in my case, I write the words first, and my co whatever co-writer I'm working with puts, and my words, I've, since I've done it for so long, they lend themselves to music. I have a vague melody in my head when I'm writing them. And I don't know what the melody is, but it's there, right. like a cadence of the words or something like that. And um, then I write the lyric, uh, a verse, chorus. I'll sh now with, with the way you have the internet, I'd shoot it off to my co-writer. Within a half an hour, he could have the, a, a music put to the verse and chorus. Then I write the second verse, a bridge, and the song's done. You know, that's kind of. Uh, the way it is. Yeah, so it's you just crazy it, right now like that. Now now where can everybody find, you know, if they want to go listen to Willie the Kid, any of our listeners out there to sit there and turn on I mean you, that that are working with Willie or no Willie should go give it a shout out and introduce it to him. Well yeah, well I mean, Willie the Kid the, the like I said, the the uh video is just you search uh, YouTube Willie the Kid Ryan R Y A N. That's the easiest way to do it and then it'll take you right to it. As for Shadowland, that's something completely different, but that's just Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, so that's an easy one. I mean, well, yeah, but they, they didn't know what the cut was, so now you say it again, what's the cut with them? Yeah, Shadowland, one word. Shadowland. And yeah. now, where can everybody find you on social media, Rick? Well, I'm on uh, Facebook, but I, I, I'm i not much of a media guy. You know I, mean? <laughs> I just, uh, I'm into, I write books, I'm getting ready to write a play. Um, I try and diversify, you know, from one thing to another. Right. And write songs. And say, I'll tell you, after you've written a book, a lyric is like, 
easy street next to a book. Oh, geez. you're dealing with 200 pages or something of a book. It's like a, a real, real process of a year. It's like a, like a, what do you call it? A, a long distance race as opposed to a sprint. You know? <laughs> right. I understand uh, that. Now, uh, I mean, and, and if anybody wants to get a hold of you that would maybe want to come to you about Willie the Kid or to do an interview or to write a song, where do they get a hold of you at, man? Well, they can call you. Do they have access? Well, they can. They can email uh, me. Email, they can email me. me on the show. Yes. I can give my email address. Go ahead, brother. Big deal. Yeah, I wrote a book called This Nut House. <laughs> I worked in a state mental hospital. 19, I wasn't in it. 1970. <laughs> Nut House 1970 at AOL.com. I love that. I love that. Look, my friend, it has been a, it has been a fun experience. Hey, you're a good guy, Hey, we should have another three-hour talk sometime. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is for sure. Uh, We should have had that one recorded, brother. We'd have to edit it a lot, but, you know, it would have been fun. Um, But, uh, no, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Um, It's a lot of fun. I do hope you come back. Are you going to play the song? Pardon me? (laughs) Are you going to play the song? Um, We're going to attach it to everything when it goes out. Okay. We're going to touch everyone. Just to make sure. Ladies and gentlemen, author, lyricist, songwriter, Rick Ryan, brand new song out right now, Willie the Kids, a dedication to the legendary Willie Nelson. Hey, it's a really cool song. I mean, you guys should go check it out. Uh, tell them again where you can check out the video, Rick. Yeah, go to YouTube, put Willie the Kid and just Ryan, R-Y-A-N, after Willie the Kid, and you'll be there. Thank you so much, buddy, for coming on. I really appreciate it. You're going to come back on again, right? Definitely, sure. Thank you. And, You're and good thank guy. you to Joanne Barton over at Applause Radio Show. You go check out her radio show. She has a great show over there as well, which Rick Ryan's been on, and she's been on our yeah, show. Yeah, I'm going on again on the 22nd, so geez, busy. <laughs> right, but I mean, huge, huge thank you to Joanne for uh, introducing us, because now, now you and I have become friends, so I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. You have, yeah. you have a fantastic day, buddy, and uh, I will talk to you soon. You take care. And you take care of yourself, man.